and welcome to Conscious Business with the Corporate Yogi. I'm your host, Julie Zuzek. This podcast helps entrepreneurs develop the mindset needed to build and grow a conscious business. Whether you know it yet or not, your mindset is the subconscious blueprint that determines your success. Each episode, we explore the different ways that your business calls you forth to grow on a personal level and through your relationships. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? In today's episode, we're going to talk about the infamous growth hangover. And I want to give a huge shout out to Theodora and to the rest of my Retreat You crew because this was a topic that we talked about very recently and it seems as though we are all going through an overwhelming amount, a disproportionate amount of new things we've never done before. And let's face it, it can be exhausting. And so when I went back through my episodes to prescribe one for Theodora, I actually realized that I had never done a complete episode just on the growth hangover. I have a three-part series that I did on growth and you know how you have to focus on growing yourself in order to grow your business, but I wanted to have an episode specifically just on the growth hangover. So here's a look at what you're going to learn today. In our first segment, I'm going to explain what a growth hangover is. In our second segment, I'm going to explain why it is particularly relevant for entrepreneurs. And then in the last segment, I'm going to give you three great tips on how to minimize your growth hangover. So let's dive right in, shall we? So a growth hangover happens when we spend a disproportionate amount of time doing new things, specifically things that are outside of our comfort zone, which require us to exert a really large amount of energy. Growth hangovers are very real and they affect us emotionally and physically. So I want you to start to be aware of them, to recognize them, and maybe even plan for them in advance. But most importantly, I want you to be compassionate with yourself. I want you to be patient when you have them. Think about what happens when you have a food hangover or maybe a hangover from, you know, drinking too much. What happens to you on a physical level? Maybe you get a little tired. Maybe you're not at peak performance. So you might take it easy that day, phone it in a bit, rehydrate, and just relax your body. Now the same thing applies to a growth hangover. You need to acknowledge what you've gone through and then give yourself a chance to recover, to take it easy, to relax and recognize what it is that you've just gone through. If it's something that's really intense that you just went through, then you might have the adrenaline leave your body and you just feel so tired. When we're doing things that are new or things that challenge us, this uses up more energy than a simple task we would normally do, right? So something that might expend two units of energy, but is something that we've never done before, that we're scared of, that is outside of our comfort zone, it might take us 10 units of energy because there's a new element to the task. We might have to focus our attention more. We might have to do research. And if you're doing something that is outside of your comfort zone, well, 
get ready for a really, really big growth hangover because your sneaky little saboteurs, those negative, disruptive voices in your head that, you know, always tell you that you're not good enough. Well, they always show up the most and the loudest when you're on the cusp of big growth. They love to hang out at those edges of your comfort zone like bouncers. That's really important. So I want to say it again. Your saboteurs always show up the most and the loudest when you're on the cusp of growth. So not only are you doing something new, but you're battling up against your saboteurs while you're doing it. They want you to stay small. They want you to stay safe. And so you've got to put up a fight to step up and get outside your comfort zone, get outside those bouncers, those saboteurs trying to hold you back. They're like nasty gatekeepers that challenge you, question you, and try to negotiate all these reasons why you should just play it safe and relax. The reality is that as entrepreneurs, we spend a disproportionate amount of our time outside our comfort zone. Think about it. We're doing new things because we have to. In many instances, we're wearing many different hats, and this can be uncertain and and maybe a little scary. And this explains why it's so hard to be an entrepreneur, why it's so exhausting, and why everything seems like an uphill battle sometimes, because there is a disproportionate amount of new. It's not just about a large volume of work. You don't get to specialize in one thing like you do with a job. You just have to do everything, especially in the beginning. And this is what makes it so exhausting. And this is the real reason why entrepreneurship is so difficult. And I want to make sure that you really hear this and you understand what it is that you're going through. Because I don't think a lot of people really understand this. And I don't see a lot of people talking about it. It's not just working hard and doing a large volume of work. We're doing things that are new to us, often a disproportionate amount of new. And this can feel overwhelming and scary and exhausting. And let's face it, sometimes a little terrifying. But we have to talk about this, guys. You know, the stats tell us that 90% of new entrepreneurs fail in the first three years. And You know, we want to think that this is all due to external factors, but the reality is, is that it's deeper. This inner struggle that really causes a lot of people failure without them even knowing it. People aren't conscious about their fear, and so they procrastinate, they avoid doing things. That's what's really going on for a lot of people. But we're kind of addicted to this blaming external factors because that just makes us feel better. So here's a little tough love. If you're not willing to do the things that are new or scary, your business cannot and will not grow. I'm going to say that again because that's a great tweetable. If you're not willing to do things that are new or scary, your business cannot and will not grow. Being an entrepreneur is not a fancy form of a job. And this is a huge misconception I see a lot. People think starting a business is just kind of like having a job like they did but really they work for themselves and that it's just a slightly larger volume of work that you need to fit in and if you're just more efficient and cram things in then you're going to succeed but it's not that easy -uh, it's not 
Being an entrepreneur is not a fancy, souped-up version of a job. It's not. You don't get gold stars for staying on top of your email or showing up on time to the office or doing your performance review or dressing in nice clothes. All those superficial, insignificant things that give us a false sense of success by following the rules in the corporate world are completely irrelevant when you're running your own business. You know why? Because you have bigger things that you're responsible for now because you are the only one there to worry about them like generating revenue, making tough decisions, prioritizing your time, and deciding what is that one most important thing to do every day. Being an entrepreneur is the most intense form of personal development that you will ever, ever go through because you need to spend so much time outside of your comfort zone. This is what's going to move the dial and really grow your business. Did you get that? You're being called forth in a really big way, called forth to learn, to grow, and the choice is yours. If you accept this calling to grow on a personal level, you will not only be expanding your range and your capability, you will be growing your business because your business is an organic entity with a soul. It is an extension of you. It is your ultimate opportunity for personal growth, for serving others, for increasing connection, which essentially helps us raise consciousness. So here's a question for you. Who makes a better entrepreneur? Is it the person who spends all their time inside their comfort zone doing what they know? Or is it the person who spends most of their time outside of their comfort zone? Is it the first? Or is it the second? Who makes the better entrepreneur? I know how I would answer this, but I want to know what you think. I want to give you some tips on how to deal with your infamous growth hangover. I've got three tips for you. Tip number one, be conscious about it. And this is really important. It's really simple. It's Captain Obvious. But if you are going through a period of a lot of new things with, say, a new project, a new launch, and 90% of what you are doing is outside of your comfort zone, be aware about this. And this is a great time to really lean into your network, your coach, your mentor, or even just a peer and tell them exactly what it is that you're going through. You will be blown away at how powerful this really feels to simply name what is going on. Like, hey, I am completely overwhelmed right now because I feel like everything that I'm doing is an uphill battle. When you do this, you appreciate exactly what's going on in your world right now. And chances are that this person is going to have some good perspective for you to help you out. So tip number one is to be conscious about what's going on. Tip number two is to balance out the new. So when you're planning your day, try to make sure that not 100% of your tasks are all new things. So if you're doing something really intense for part of your day, make sure you balance it out for the rest of the day with something that is inside your comfort zone. Reserve your energy, manage your energy. So if you're giving a big talk at night, maybe make sure that you take it easy during the day. So tip number two, balance out the new. And tip number three, give yourself time 
to recover, please. Remember earlier I said if you have a hangover from too much food or <clears throat> too much drink, then maybe you might need to relax and chill out for a while? Well, I want you to do the same with a growth hangover. Take time to relax. Take time to reflect. Do something to give yourself a little bit of a break or to nurture yourself. Recovery is so important. And don't feel guilty about planning recovery time, even if it is during the day. That's what you need, and so that's what you need to plan for. Okay, so let's recap those three tips. First, be conscious about what you're going through. And if you can, tell someone about it. Two, balance out the new. Don't do all things that are outside of your comfort zone all day long. Make sure that you have some balance to your day. And three, give yourself time to recover. And I want to take a second to talk about edge behavior and when we are faced with doing new things. Some of you might be really aware of what happens to you when you're stepping outside of your comfort zone. And for some of you, you might not be able to recognize when that happens. So what I want to do is I want to introduce some edge behaviors that are going to help you indicate when you're pushing to those outer edges of your comfort zone or when you're faced to do something new and you might feel resistance or you might feel the temptation to want to procrastinate in those moments. So here are a few of the really, really common edge behaviors that we see. The first one and my personal favorite is nervous laughter. So I feel myself doing this when I'm saying something uh, that is uncomfortable or I'm committing to doing something that I know is going to be uncomfortable. I have a bit of a nervous laughter that happens and no one else recognizes this but I do when I when I hear it and when my close friends hear it we definitely recognize it. Number two, edge behavior is going blank. So taking that silence and just needing that time to process in your head, that's often a sign that you're facing something that is new or challenging. Number three, changing the topic. So wanting to avoid what it is or procrastinate on what it is that you have to do or what you are faced with. This is often a time when you know that you are facing something scary and wanting to avoid it. Confusion. Now, this often happens when we start to bring up other things that aren't relevant and we might get a little bit distracted, but really at the end of the day, there's only avoidance underneath this. Number five, being frozen or being stuck. When we get in a place where we don't want to take action forward and we just feel like we can't process anything. This is often a big sign that we are facing something big or something scary. Fidgeting or being uncomfortable. Now this one I have to say takes an incredible amount of self-awareness and self-management. Now you might find that you actually notice this in other people more easily than you do in yourself. So this could be some sort of physical tell like you know when we have Sometimes when people play, I don't play poker, but some people that play poker say that 
you know, their partners or other people at the table will have a tell, you know, like they'll pull their ear, they'll play with their hair, they'll readjust their clothing, or they'll have some sort of nervous habit like a cough or adjust their glasses. That's obviously a tell that something is going on. And this is the same thing that applies to your edge behavior. You might have some sort of physical gesture that helps you to understand that you're facing something that is new and a tiny little bit scary. And the last one we talk about is fight or flight. So this need to want to remove yourself from the situation. So this complete and utter avoidance. So that's something really important to watch out for. So these are just a few of the common edge behaviors that we see. And again, these show up when you are faced or challenged to do something outside of your comfort zone. And you might have an edge behavior that does, doesn't even land on this list. It might be something that you've noticed on your own, and that's perfectly normal, but just be aware and be conscious of them. So edge behavior quite simply is how you are reacting when you're being pushed outside of your comfort zone. And it's time to start wrapping up this episode on the infamous growth hangover. I hope you enjoy this episode and I hope it resonates with you. Either you've been through a growth hangover in the past, maybe you're going through one right now and you're feeling that this is ringing true to you, or tuck this away in your back pocket and hold on to it for a point in the future when you will be going through this. Now, we are really close, only two episodes away from our 100-episode anniversary. I cannot believe that it's been 100 episodes already. It's kind of insane. But I just want to say thank you for being with me as part of this journey. And I do have something very, very, very special planned for you. I'm going to take you on a journey with me. And I have some very special guess. I think you're going to enjoy it. So stay tuned. Two more episodes. We're almost there. We're going to have something really special and fascinating going on. So thanks for hanging out with me today. Remember that being an entrepreneur is the most intense form of personal development that you will ever go through. So be patient and be kind to yourself. Deep down inside, you know how powerful you are. Now it's time to step up and let the rest of us see it.